Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. And that's a very warm welcome back to the Running the World podcast on Anyone's Game and part two of our Italy doubleheader. In part one, Rose Riley spoke about her truly remarkable career and if you haven't listened to that yet, I very much recommend you do. It's well worth your time. On today's show, we will hear from two Scots currently flying the Saltar in Italy. Coming up later on, we have an interview with Lana Cleland who has been playing in the Italian league since 2014. First though, I've had the pleasure to chat with AC Milan's Christy Grimshaw a couple of weeks ago. Christy started her senior career with Aberdeen in 2011 before she moved to Miami to study at Bader University three years later. She kept her career going in the States, playing for the college team Bady Buccaneers until she graduated. Christy returned to Europe and played for Mets in France for one season before signing for AC Milan in July 2020. She described the move as a football fairy tale and in her debut season, Milan reached the Coppa Italia final and finished runner-up in Serie A. The midfielder penned a contract extension that will keep her at the club until at least 2022. I'm going to start us off in the broadest way possible. How are you finding life in Italy? Um, I love it. I love the culture, the food, the people. Everything's obviously so relaxed here and, you know, they take it day by day. So, no, I'm really happy here. And the weather, of course, as well. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine that, especially looking out of my window just now. (laughs) Looking out of mine and it's beautiful weather, so I'm sorry. (laughs) In terms of of playing at AC Milan, how do you feel you have changed as a player since being there? For me, the game's a lot more technical. So, and that's an aspect of my game that I need to work on after being in, obviously, the United States. It's a lot more physical and in terms of physicality and the strengths, that's what the game they focus on. So um, I've really grown in the technical aspects, which is like obviously playing this way. It's been really, really good for me. Um, and there's a lot of analysis and stuff like that. So we look more into games and, you know, why we do certain things and tactical, the tactical part of it. So um, that's definitely something that I've, going in and I needed to so I'd like to ask you about the Coppa Italia it's your first season down in Italy you get through the group stages and the quarterfinals undefeated you beat Inter Milan in the semis just for the local breaking rights and there you are (laughs) in the final what did that feel like oh that was incredible because um, it's actually the first final in the team history as well Um, it's relatively new team so uh, AC Milan and to get to a final obviously yeah we make history there and we've yet to win a trophy so unfortunately we fell short in the final on penalties which obviously it's just very unlucky because for me we were the better team as well throughout the whole game so for me personally yeah it's uh, one of the it would be the first trophy that I would have won as well in my professional career so unfortunately obviously obviously bittersweet because I was really happy to be there and we got there which is an important thing but we didn't win so disappointing as well well next season then I suppose exactly 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 
Uh, you've, you've extended your contract with AC Milan, so you will be there next season indeed. How, how do you think you as a team and you as a player personally will push on from all the success you had this season? I think, yeah, obviously I think this is, you can say this every season, but I think this season definitely will be, or this upcoming one will be the most important for us because we qualify for the Champions League also. So it's our debut season in the Champions League. So we have to make a statement there as well, obviously. Um, another Italian team coming in and hopefully a new one. Hopefully we have to do well there. Um, and yeah, I mean, we got second place and we got the Coppa Italia final. So we just have to build on that. We have to, you know, exceed everything that we did last year and all expectations this year and meet them. How competitive do you think Serie A is in an international comparison? Um, for me, Serie A, it's obviously we're not quite fully professional yet. I think we're building on that in like as that before next year, hopefully. Um, so start in January, I think everything's going to come into play. So in terms of that, like obviously if you compare it with Scotland, obviously Scotland don't have a fully professional league either. Serie A is like a lot more competitive in the way that um, you can't predict, obviously, you know, who's going to come first, second, third, fourth, fifth. The whole league, actually, you can't really predict it, which is something that I really enjoy um, in comparison to other leagues. You kind of know who's going to come first, second and third, you know. Um, so every team last season, the one that just passed, there was a lot of shock um, with Sassuolo coming just behind us and, you know, Roma and Fiorentina who were a little tiny, a little bit lower than the league, who on paper should be challenging, you know, for the title. It's just Juventus who are the strongest and hopefully this season everyone can catch up to them a little bit. But I really enjoy the competitiveness of it. Um, like I said, it's really unpredictable and you don't know who's going to win. You have to, every game is a must win for every club. You haven't played league football in Scotland for a while. So you started your senior career with Aberdeen. And since then, you've been over in the States, you've been to France and now to Italy. You already touched on it earlier, but how do you feel Italian football is different to Scottish football? Italian football, it is a lot of ball work. It's very technical. It's a very technical game. And in Scotland, from when I was there, it was quite physical, you know, it's, from my experience there, that's how I would compare them both. But I know that both leagues are getting so much better as like time goes on, you know. And um, but from obviously I've not played there for a while, so I'm not quite sure. I think now, obviously, I mean the Scottish league has come on amazingly in the last few years, um, especially this year, actually. Um, but for me, like yeah, uh, they never. We, I've never focused so much on tactics and the technical part of the game. Um, like I have here, obviously. Having played in Italy now, would coming back to Scotland ever be an option for you at all? Yes. It's just the weather, really. <laughs> it's just really the weather that is the difficult part for me. I really enjoy the sun. I was just home for a few weeks in Scotland. Uh, I just actually arrived back this week in Italy and the Scottish weather is just miserable <laughs> for me. <laughs> I can't live there for longer than like a few weeks at a time. <laughs> I mean, we're speaking about Scotland, so I think the big thing for you in the past couple of weeks was you received your first ever call to the national team. So belated congratulations on that, first of all. Thank you. What What was it like to put on a Scotland top? Oh, it was unreal, really. Um, 
I think obviously it didn't really hit me on the Thursday night against Northern Ireland because I just kind of arrived and a few of us were in self-isolation and didn't really train at all. But then when we played Wales on the Tuesday night, um, as soon as I, I was, I started that game, which was a privilege for me as well. And as soon as I put, I was put on the shirt, and then I was like walking out, and even the national anthem and everything. It was just, I mean, you can't describe it really, can you? It's just something that you dream about, really. I know it's cliche, but it's true. Do you think that your experiences playing for AC Milan played a part in your selection for the Scotland squad? I think so. I definitely think so. I think what we, what I, I and the team, obviously, what we all achieved this year um, in the season definitely helped me and get obviously playing the uh, the final and getting Champions League football. I think we definitely made a statement and, you know, it's hard to avoid that when you're in women's football, obviously, when the team's successful and if you have a Scottish person playing for that team, um, I'd like to think that obviously they're going to watch a little bit. Um, so I think definitely they, that's how it helped me. If you think of your time in Italy so far, what is your best and what is your worst memory? Hmm, good question. Um, for best, San Siro. We played at San Siro against Juventus last year. And um, even though we lost narrowly 1-0 um, with a silly penalty, it was still one of the best experiences like in my football and career because you know like it's San Siro and only the best teams play there really um that would probably be the best and obviously playing the final like it was a really really good experience playing the final as well and it was um at Mapai Stadium which is a really big stadium as well worst oh I'm just going to go off topic a little bit but obviously the coronavirus hasn't really helped the situation and I don't want to say anything about football because no football football and the experience has been good but definitely like all the lockdowns we've been in all the you know it's not really made the experience like made me have like a full full experience of life in Italy because I'm not being able to experience as much as I have wanted to but that's obviously another reason why I really wanted to be here for another year so that I could properly experience the life while the restrictions have obviously started to go now, so it's good. And what are you most looking forward to in the coming season? Playing Champions League football, definitely. I'm really excited for that. Um, and obviously, I mean, next month we have the qualifiers, so we go to Zurich, um, I think. So that'll be a really, really good experience for me and the team. Brilliant, Chrissy. Thank you so much and all the best for the coming season for the Champions League from everyone at anyone's game. Thank you very, very much and thank you for having me as well. It's been a pleasure. As you can tell, it's been an absolute delight chatting with Christy and we're very happy to report that she made her mark at the Champions League by assisting a late winner against Zurich. Moving on, I sat down with Lana Cleland who has joined Italian side Sassuolo in July this year although that is by no means her first taste of Serie A. Lana served spells at Rangers and Spartans up in Scotland before switching leagues to Italy in December 2014. She spent a few months at Pink Body, moving on to Tavagnaco, where she became Serie A top scorer in the 2016-17 campaign. Lana transferred to Fiorentina in 2018, but sadly, her three seasons there were disrupted by injury. Sassuolo is now a new challenge and a chance to take to the field stronger than ever. 
you switched clubs not too long ago, so I'm going to start with the obvious question. How are you finding life at Sassuolo so far? Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, it's a new group of players. Um, it's a very young group, so I'm feeling quite experienced in this team. Um, but no, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying working with a new coach. Um, so it's a good environment to be in at the moment. You've been playing in Italy since 2014. If you look back at when you first moved to Italy and what your expectations were back then, how do they compare to the experiences you've made so far? Wow. Um, I'm not really sure what I expected back then. Um, it was quite of a just jump ship and let's see what happens. Um, nobody really knew anything about Italian football seven years ago. So um, I was jumping into the unknown, really. Um, the progress that I've seen in Italian football over the last seven years has been incredible. You wouldn't even, you don't even notice the league. When I came out the league table, there wasn't really big names up there. Whereas if you look at now, Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Roma, like they're all massive names across football. So yeah, the professionalism that's coming into the game over here now is just unbelievable to see the difference. You already have quite the illustrious career down in Italy. So you've been playing with Bari, Tavanaco, Fiorentina, and now Sassuolo. Could you just run us through your spells with each of these teams and what stood out to you the most while you were there? Yeah, so obviously I came across to Barry. Um, I spent six months there for the second half of their season. It was an incredible experience to to see how Italian football was. Like I said previously, I didn't really know anything about the Italian league. So um, after those six months, I actually had quite a good spell um, and a couple of teams came came after me. And I decided to go to Tavagnaco, which at the time was one of the bigger names um, in Italian football. They had so many experienced previous international Italian players so that's kind of what drew me to them to try and learn from these players because obviously it's a different type of football that they play over here so to learn from the best was really what I wanted to do in that moment um, then I, I spent three great years there I grew so much as a player um, and that brought me to, to Fiorentina so I moved to Florence um, and the same again I had three amazing years I had difficulty with injuries um, that's kind of what stopped me on my on my side there, but um, the, the amount of growth that I've done as a player and as a person um, off the pitch has been unbelievable. Like I probably came to Italy as a shy little girl and I've just grown into one of the more out there, speak to everyone, try and make everybody else feel at home. Um, it's quite funny when, when there's new foreigners that come into teams, they always ask if I'm Italian because that's how much I fit into the culture now. So um, I know if you look at me, I don't look Italian, but... <laughs> Um, the way I speak and the way I am around the, the rest of the team, um, sometimes they're mistaken. So I'm, the growth's been incredible, um, personally. If you look at your growth as a footballer, you know how has playing Italy affected your style on the pitch and how you function on the pitch, even compared to what you were playing like in Scotland? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm a completely different player now. Um, when I was in Scotland, I was probably a fast winger. Um, towards the end I was playing striker but I was more a physical player whereas now I'm probably one of the more, one of the more technical players on the pitch um, and I know coming to Sassuolo that's what the coach wanted from me he wanted to sign a more technical striker than what he had um, so I think that's a compliment um, to give a Scottish player um, the technical side um, which obviously made me quite happy but just shows you how much I've gained and working on different coaches as well they all, they all give you something different but and my technical side of the game has improved massively. Would you say that you see your career now pretty much taking place in Italy, or is there anywhere else you would maybe want to go in the future, maybe even back to Scotland? 
you know, I get asked this question quite a lot, um, more so from my mum asking if I'm going to go home. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I've had a couple of different opportunities to go back to England, to go back to Scotland. I just feel like right at this moment, I'm part of the growth in Italy. Like, I feel like I'm part of where it's going. Um, and to see where it's come from, I just, I, don't, I kind of feel at home. Like, that, that sounds maybe a bit silly, but um, just seeing how much, how much it still has to go. I, I just really want to be a part of that. And I can, I, the football style here um, suits me so much. And obviously the lifestyle of the pitch as well. Um, absolutely loving it. So don't know for the future, but you never know. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, that makes, that makes so much sense as well, because during your senior career, you've actually played for longer in Italy than you've played in Scotland. But you've also become much of a regular in the Scotland national team. What is it like for you to kind of, transition when you're jumping between Italian league football and Scottish international football? To start with, I really struggled with that um, because obviously it's com two completely different sides. Um, but the national team is also becoming so much more technical. The, the players are playing across a number of leagues at a high level. Um, so technical abilities there. Maybe the, the quickness of the ball is probably the difference. Maybe if I'm wanting to play one touch, two touch, where sometimes people take more touches that's something I've just got to get used to. But I think I bring something different to what any of the other players have. So um, I just try and do my own thing when I'm on the pitch. And if the coach likes it, then, <laughs> then happy days. You've played at the World Cup before. In fact, I believe you scored at the World Cup before. And the qualifiers against Hungary and the Father Islands are coming up. I, I imagine that must be a massive note in your calendar as well. Do you think your experiences that you're making in Italy can be somewhat of a valuable asset to the squad? Yeah, obviously the qualifiers are coming up. Um, like you said, a massive point in my diary. Um, I really want to be there. I want to help the team out because obviously I missed out on the Euro qualifications through, through injury. So we, we, want, we want to get to the World Cup. There's no question about that. Um, and I think we'll try everything that we possibly can to get there. As for my experiences, um, like I said, I think I bring something different. Um, it just depends what the coach is looking for. Obviously, the new coaches come in, um, so it'd be nice to have a chat with him and and see where where he sees the national team going and the style of football, and to see if I'm I'm a part of that. So, um, I'm just going to continue to work hard here at the follow and see see what can happen. But um, fingers crossed, I can be a part of that squad. Actually, staying on the topic of the World Cup, what was it like for you back then playing at the World Cup and scoring as well? Yeah, it was an unbelievable experience. It's probably one of the best moments um, that I'll take with me so far, anyway. Um, just being at the World Cup and seeing the Scotland, the Scotland shirt, the Scotland flag, the fans, um, it was honestly an experience that sometimes I struggle to put into words. Um, scoring the goal was just... I still struggle, honestly. Like, two years has passed and I still can't get the words out of my mouth, but... I know we lost the game, um, but the moment that I realised what happened when I actually found my mum and dad in the crowd after the game and, and my mum was in tears. So I think that just kind of, everything, like from young girls, like we all have, we have a dream that sometimes wasn't even there to see. Um, we just obviously seen like the men's World Cup, men's Champions League, all these things. Like it was never there for us to see as, as girls. So sometimes it was never possible or we thought it wouldn't be possible. So to see my mum there standing in tears, um, knowing that I just scored in the World Cup was probably a very, very special moment. I mean, that was take forever. I understand that already at that World Cup, you were slightly impacted by injury. 
And then later on, when you were at Fiorentina, your time there was, as you mentioned earlier, somewhat disrupted by injury. What was it like for you to be playing and have that injury, having that treated and everything while you were in Italy, away from home? Yeah, it was difficult. Um, I had a really good group of people around me in Florence. So after I had the operation, um, they helped me out a lot. Um, Florence for me became became home. So I have so many people even out with a football that managed to help me and and get me around and, and keep a smile on my face during the hard days. So um, that part was okay. The hardest part was probably when um, COVID-19 hit. Um, I was just back playing. COVID happened. So um, being alone during that time is obviously really, really difficult. And that's kind of probably my reasons why I couldn't get back up and run for him because I just got back on the pitch. And then you're in the house for, like we were stuck in the house for three, four months. Um, it just never really kind of got going again. Um, and that's probably the biggest reason for me having to leave for at the end of the day but um, yeah being away from home is always hard but it's important to have people around you that are able to pick you up and and put a smile back on your face maybe on the hardest days. What are your ambitions for the upcoming league season with Sassuolo? Yeah I want to I want to get back up um, where I left off if we talk about before injury helping out um, scoring goals uh, I kind of want to get back to doing Lana um, obviously it's with a different team um, and a different coach so I'm looking forward to working under them and, and seeing what we can bring to Swallow had an amazing campaign last year they missed out on Champions League by one point um, so they finished third and they had an unbelievable season so we're trying to trying to replicate that um, and maybe go one further see if we can do anything in, in the cup competitions and, and yeah try and push for that Champions League spot because I think we're capable of doing it uh, I believe you've played in the Champions League before what is that experience like also compared to the league and how much do you want to be back in that competition? Everybody wants to play Champions League football. Um, it's just an emotion that, that any footballer wants to hear to hear the anthem in the background um, when you walk on the pitch is, is unreal. You're playing against the best players in Europe. It's something that like I said, anybody wants to play. So if I could bring Champions League football to this fall, it would honestly be like the icing on the cake. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much, Lana. It was really a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for your time. No, thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. And of course, we wish Lana all the very best. That's it for our Italy feature. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll perhaps keep an eye on Serie A to see how Christy and Lana are doing. Thank you very much indeed for listening and take care. Bye for now.